Welcome to the Grief Cocoon podcast, where you'll hear open, honest, and thoughtful conversations about grief and loss, death, and life. This podcast was recorded on the sacred and sovereign lands of the Woiwurrung and Bunwurrung Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I'd like to offer my respect to elders past, present, and emerging, and extend that respect to any First Nations people listening today. I'm Gabby, your host, and I just wanted to record this solo episode to share some ideas and tips around honoring the person that you've lost over the holidays, but also honoring your own grief and yourself over the holidays. Because I definitely know that when a festive season is coming up, when a special day is coming up, grief can be even more intensified and it can get very overwhelming and you might not be able to sit down and think about and reflect on what you can do or how you want to actually include them in in those special days and the lead-up can often be even worse than the day itself so I hope that some of these ideas can can help you or inspire you to to find your own way through through these holidays and through this period i'm going to start with how to honor your loved one and connect with them so one of the ways that you might want to do that is through actually writing a card or letter for them and even though you might not be able to give it to them it's more about actually expressing yourself and saying what you want to say or what you wish you could say to them and if they have a resting place that you that is within reach then you can also go and if possible place the card there or you know get flowers or uh, actually you know kind of put it in a special place or uh, if they don't have a resting place near you then you might want to create a place at home like a uh, a corner of the home or uh, a, a table where you can where you have photos or where you can remember them writing a letter it can be just as simple as starting with dear and putting their name in there whether it's a nickname or their actual name just starting with that and just sharing what you wish you could say to them it's a really powerful one that you can do at any time of year, but I think sometimes, you know, I've done it with um, birthdays or Mother's Day, for example, for my mum, where I've just, even though she's not here physically, I've wanted to to give her something or to share something with her. And so it doesn't matter how old they were or whether they could they were old enough to read or whether um, you know it doesn't matter what the circumstances were you can always write a letter to them and share what you're feeling and whether it's that you wish they were here or wish they were there for this special occasion or you know the things that you miss about them or even sharing maybe some happy memories that you remember from past years so it could be if they were part of this particular special occasion in previous years then you can share you can write I remember start with I remember and write down the memory that you had 
and it's a really beautiful way to just capture those memories and to also just sit in that reflection space and to communicate with them. A second way that you can honor your loved one is to buy something for yourself or for someone else on their behalf. So there might be things that you might know that they would buy for you or it might be, and of course this would mean they'd be of a certain age, but um, it might feel pretty strange at first, but it can be also quite comforting. So if if it was if if you had lost your mom and maybe she would have um i don't know maybe they would have got you a massage voucher or something and and you go and take yourself out and go for a massage or um it could be anything obviously so it could be a a, a piece of jewelry it could be something uh random that's funny it could be um it could be a piece of clothing or it could be something that's sentimental. So, you know, any anything that they might have um, got you. And it could be something that reminds you of them that you buy for yourself. Or it might be that there's younger children in the family that you think they would have bought something for, whether it's grandkids or nieces and nephews or, you know, just people that they cared for. You could also buy a gift for them on your loved one's behalf. Another way you can honor them is by donating to a cause in their name, whether it's related to how they died or whether it's related to just something that they were passionate about while they're, while they're alive. Donating could be a way to, I guess, not only give back contribute to to society and to other people that are that are dealing with whatever cause it is but it could be also a way to keep their to keep them alive and to keep their memory alive and to keep their legacy alive because it's really I guess important to keep finding ways to acknowledge them if you do want to keep them alive and you know there might be also people that you've lost that were maybe harmful to you that you don't want to acknowledge but then I guess this is more for people who have lost someone that they really want to carry forward with them and so donating to a cause can be a really lovely way to to keep their legacy going and to keep their name alive and to keep to contribute also back to back to a certain group of people or to a community or society through through donations it could also be material donations as well there might be things that they left behind that might be really useful for a certain group of people that you know you don't have any use for yourself but you want to kind of um, give them to to a group or to uh, a charity that will make good use of them or you know who can sell them and also put money back into their own programs or to their own community so you can make it meaningful for yourself in whatever way you want to. Talked about writing a card or letter to them I've mentioned buying something on their behalf and also donating to a cause in their name. The another 
way that you can honor them is by lighting a candle for them or creating a ritual to to acknowledge them so you know again going back to the card thing you might create a small space in your home where you can go to remember them or to to maybe say a prayer or to talk to them to have pictures whatever it is and in that same place you might also light a candle each morning or each night you might uh, light incense or you might put certain things there like flowers uh, whatever it is creating rituals can really center you and give your grief a place to go and an action that they that you can express your grief through so it can be so simple it doesn't have to be uh, complex or you know more than one or two or three steps it can be just uh, something that you do that's meaningful for you where you can acknowledge the person and where you can remember them and reflect oh yeah it might be something that they might have done when they were here too so again you know I I give you these ideas for inspiration but I hope that you find a way to make them meaningful for yourself that was about creating a ritual the second last one is wearing an item that connects you to them so if there were adults um, and you know luckily if you were the same size or something you can wear their own clothing but it also applies if you know it's a certain color an item that's a certain color that you know might have been their favorite color or that reminds you of them or it might have been a particular pattern or it just yeah might might be connected to them in a different way or it might even be something that they bought for you so yeah whether it's whether it's something that they gave you whether it's something they used to wear whether it's something that's in a particular color or shape or pattern that reminds you of them it's all it's all valid and wearing an item that connects you to them um, when I've done this with my mom uh, luckily I guess she she had a lot of scarves and um, I'm the only one out of my sisters that wears scarves so it kind of worked out that you know they were happy for me to to keep the scarves and wear them and it whenever I've worn her clothing or her jewelry it's really felt like a a kind of armor or protection and not in not in the way of kind of blocking you know blocking connection or blocking uh anything it, it's 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 an armor in a good way it's it's feeling strong and I felt protected and I felt confident more confident than usual when I've worn her stuff and it's almost like when I am wearing something that's connected to her, I can almost channel her energy and channel her her spirit. And I think it's just a really powerful way to to connect with them and to again keep their to keep their legacy and their spirit alive because 
it, and it can be done on any day but you know if it's if it is a special day that's coming up and you need that extra sense of I guess um comfort and strength then wearing something that you know either belong to them or that reminds you of them can be a really lovely way to to get that to get that um strength and comfort that you need so I hope that is helpful and uh the last one actually I have one more and this applies to I guess anyone that you've lost that had particular meals that they loved but um this last one is about cooking their favorite meal and this might not always be possible but if if you're going to celebrate something or if if it's a season where you might they might have cooked something or you might you can cook something to share with others whether it's family or friends then you can think about you know whether you whether they had a particular meal that they loved or a particular meal that they cooked that you loved eating um whichever way whichever way works but um, cooking a meal that they loved uh, can be a really I guess connecting thing that you share with other people and you know you can if you want to share your connection with that meal or with that particular dish when you are sharing it if people don't don't already know or you know it could just be a thing that you know for yourself that you've made in honor of them so I think it's a really beautiful way to to remember them and to acknowledge them and to to carry them and to include them include them in whatever occasion you're you're celebrating. So yes, yeah, so those are the six that I wanted to share. So we've got writing a card or letter to them. We have uh, buying something for yourself or for others on their behalf that that can also include doing something for yourself as well um, that you might have done with them so yeah so writing a card or letter to them buying something for yourself or for others on their behalf donating to a cause in their name uh, lighting a candle or creating a ritual that you do in remembrance of them the fifth one is wearing an item that connects you to them. And the last one is cooking their favorite meal. I really hope that, you know, and then there's tons of other ways. I know that there are tons of other ways, but these are just a few that I thought might be fairly simple and, and easy to implement. And, you know, take what, what you think would work for you or what you find meaningful and you know you can leave the rest so that is that was all about honoring your loved one on special occasions and now I'm going to start talking about honoring your own grief and yourself sometimes we can forget to we might be more focused on I guess finding ways to do things to remember them and not so focused on our own grief and making space for that and acknowledging that grief itself needs attention and needs some care. So I wanted to share some tips for dealing with grief 
dealing with your own grief and even whether it's the grief of others that you're sharing together, uh, whether you've lost someone that you have in common, you know, that might be this, these might be things that you can share with others as well. Um, but one of the first things is to, to make a plan about what you want and don't want to do on a particular day. So, and this, I guess, only applies if you're not, I guess, you know, there, there are certain times when you might not be in control of that. And I guess it's about finding ways that you can, that you have agency and using that and then also surrendering when you might not have that agency but hopefully within within times and occasions when you're part of a bigger thing you can also make your own choices and and have space to to find your your own way to do things so the first one is plan what you want and don't want to do but be open to changing your mind so we don't know how we're going to feel on the day and sometimes we feel a certain way in the lead up but the day itself might be completely different so there are always things that you know it is possibly good to have something that you know you want to do and things that you know you don't want to do so that you have some sort of clarity and you have options so that you're not kind of stressed out on the day it's good to have something in place but likewise if you if that stresses you out having to plan something then feel free to just let that go and to to go with the flow and if you have that opportunity if um, the people that you're with also are not stuck on doing particular things then that's amazing and use that to your advantage so you can um, if you if you want to plan at least what you what you want to do and what you don't want to do and then but be open to changing your mind so if on the day you feel like it's not really the right thing for that day or um, you feel like something else needs to be done then be open to being flexible and to changing plans um, but also, I guess, fact, you know, it is complex. So factor in who else is involved, if there are other people involved. Um, and sometimes it's best to, I guess, sometimes the opportunity comes before you 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 get to the place where you're surrounded by lots of people. Like, for example, if it's a big family Christmas lunch and you feel obligated to go to that maybe the thing is you know maybe you can decide that before you get to that Christmas lunch there's things that you want to do you want to maybe go for a walk and think about your your person that you've lost or make choices outside of that where you have more agency and control of what you want to do so you can you can navigate it you know you can you can figure out what what options you have and go with that um, the second one is to share to share your plan with family and friends and tell them what you might find helpful so and I guess not everybody has that luxury of having understanding family and friends um, I know I know that it's not always the case where people will listen and will respect what you want to do but 
if you do have that, if you are in that position of having people that will listen, then then you know you can share your plan and let them know in advance that this is what I'm planning to do and and let them know if there's anything that that you might like from them, um, whether it's on the day or beforehand. And I think, you know, regardless, you can find ways to, you, you can always tell people what you, what you might find helpful, but also going into the next point is make, make sure that you take care of yourself physically and mentally. And so regardless of the response of others, make sure that you're doing things that, you know, are are good for your own self-care and for your body and for your mind and for your spirit as well so try and eat well and try and get some sleep if you if you can exercise keep your body healthy and when we when we look after ourselves mentally and physically then we'll have more capacity for all of the emotional stuff we'll be able to have a little bit more clarity or a little bit more energy even for the tough work of dealing with grief so please do take care of yourself mentally and physically you know try and eat lots of fruit and vegetables or the things that your your body needs I guess if you have any allergies or any intolerances then we can work around that but taking care of yourself physically and mentally is really important. And if you if you have a, a work a mental health professional or a therapist that you see, you know, use use them and actually talk to them about what's going on and and share your concerns around a, an upcoming um, holiday or special occasion that's coming up. And they might also have particular things that or tools and resources for you to use. Another important tip is to give yourself permission to not be okay. You know, free yourself from those expectations. And likewise, if you are okay, let that be fine too. Don't judge yourself for not feeling sad enough or for feeling too sad either way. You know, just be true to what you're feeling and be okay with that and and try not to to judge yourself because you know grief is full of ups and downs it's full of unpredictability it's not linear there's no steady progress that we make you know towards a particular finish line it's it's more of a it's more of a journey and it's more of a an un, unclear path i guess you could say and one thing that we can do is is just to have self develop self compassion and to be kind to ourselves and to be gentle when we're not going as well as expected or when we are feeling better and you know we we think that we shouldn't be feeling so good i think it's not very helpful when we judge ourselves for the way that we feel, whether it's feeling 
feeling uh, emotions that are quite heavy or whether it's feeling better and more light you know either way all those emotions are valid and there will come a time when that will change as well everything everything passes our emotions are temporary so nothing none of them will last forever so it, whether we're feeling if we're if you're feeling good then you can appreciate that and feel grateful for that and re revel in that and if you're feeling heavy and feeling more emotional then also know that that won't last forever and that there will be times and and uh, days where you will feel better and it is easier said than done but trying not to have expectations around how you should feel is something that takes practice you know it's something that we need to be consistently conscious of that that um the reasons why we might be judging ourselves you know we might not even realize that we've expected ourselves to feel a certain way so but developing self-awareness around that can be really helpful and the last tip I have for dealing for honoring your own grief and yourself in over the holidays is just to express yourself and express how you're feeling in a creative way whether it's writing whether it's drawing whether it's moving whether it's even coming across other people's work like other people's art going to see artwork going to listen to music or listening to music at home it doesn't always have to be an an active process but engaging with something with a creative um, activity or with a creative work can can really help us understand how we're feeling and also reflect to us how we're feeling and make us feel less alone so if you if you and you don't have to be an artist you know we it's more about the process of releasing how you're feeling and releasing what you're feeling and that in itself is very therapeutic and cathartic so whether it is writing journaling or it could be um it could be even exploring a new natural environment uh, like hiking or it could be just listening to music or attending a an art class. Just um, finding a way, a, a creative outlet for your own feelings can be really useful. So I hope that you found these helpful. So I'll just go over them again. The first one is, Plan what you want and don't want to do, but be open to changing your mind. The second one is share your plan with family and friends and let them know what you might find helpful. The third one is take care of yourself physically and mentally, and I would also add spiritually. Um, the fourth one is give yourself permission to feel however you want to feel or to feel however you do feel and free yourself from expectation. And the final one is express yourself and how you're feeling in a creative way. I, I really hope that you, you find some inspiration in this episode and that you pick what, what, what you feel, what you resonate with and, 
And if it's something new, then just give it a go. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work for you. If it does, then you can add that to your tool, that your box of tools. And, you know, grief is often, I think dealing with grief is often a process of trial and error. If we don't yet know what works for us and what helps, then we need to try different things until we find things that uh, that do that do help us in the process so there's no right or wrong uh, and try not to judge yourself and I really hope that you have a lovely if you celebrate Christmas then a lovely Christmas um, and if you don't then just have a lovely break hopefully and, an, and a lovely New Year's Eve and start to the new year and so this will be the last episode I release for this year but I will be back next year with a new series of interviews and episodes in the meantime if you have any ideas or suggestions for things that you'd like to hear about on this podcast then please do shoot me a message or an email through the Facebook or Instagram grief cocoon pages before I go, I just wanted to let you know about the Grief Cocoon app, which is available in the Apple and Google App Store. If you haven't heard about it yet, it's um, a space for community members to connect with each other, to find resources, to access self-paced courses, and to receive content that is useful, including weekly self-care tips and also a page where you can find just hope and words of wisdom there's different folders like the podcast folder there is also poetry where you can read uh, poems by others about their loved ones or you can even submit your own and it can be posted there uh, so yeah I'd love for you to check it out if you haven't already and it's just very simple to use and I think you will get a lot out of it. You can find it by searching for The Grief Cocoon on your app store, whether it's uh, the Play Store if you're an Android user or the App Store for Apple and you can download it and go from there. If you've gotten this far, then thank you so much for listening to this episode and if you found it valuable, then please feel free to share it with someone or give us a rating or a review on the platform that you listen to this on. I will speak to you soon and I really hope that you are moving gently with your grief and that you're giving yourself some self-compassion and kindness as you move through it.